All right, guys, this is our first live show, so you know we have to do the intro live. Welcome to, if you're on my channel, welcome to Long Haired Guy Talks. And if you're on Alex's channel, then Alex, why don't you do your intro? Uh, it's Haven for Speech, episode three. Yep. And it is also episode three on my channel as well, because we've been doing a lot of collab effort, and Hell yeah. that's how it's going to stay. Um, so today we got a, an interesting one. There's a lot of stuff that happened over the past week. The biggest being that, however you want to word it, Alex Jones has been deplatformed off of possibly like the top, some of the, like at least four of the top ten social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Basically, is that how you'd word it, right? Well, he was basically deplatformed off anything that matters. Basically, well, isn't there still one that people are like Spotify was, or something? No, Spotify is taken off of mm -hmm. I believe Apple. And most of his videos were taken down off, like, you know, all social media, basically. Yeah. And I know there was, like, big backlash because iTunes took him off the podcast, but they let him keep the app. So people are trying to say, get, we'll get rid of the app or something. But Yeah, I think Twitter is one of the only ones that did it. Oh, Twitter, yeah. Ones. I remember that because I remember hearing that, like, Jack Dorsey, whatever the fuck his name is, was saying that they he didn't do anything to, like, breach the whatever you call it. Yeah, and uh, Facebook took them off too. Mm. And if you think about, you know, just Facebook and Apple alone, they're like the biggest yeah. distributors of information. So if you're taking off those, and it gets weird because, you know, a lot of people bring up the First Amendment. You can say mm -hmm. whatever you say. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they have their own policies. They're a private company, so yeah. you kind of can't tell a private company to do. But where it gets weird is when your private company is so big, it's the only platform. Yeah. No, so no, is it mean. really a private company at that point? Yeah. Like it's, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And then that brings up, like, the whole thing. I remember I was watching a video on, um, how do I say this? People are okay with, like, I don't want to use the word censoring, but, like, deplatforming Alex Jones. But then, like, that whole, I don't know if you heard about, like, the whole, the whole Trump um I think it was a lawsuit with the whole Twitter thing where he was, like, blocking people that would, like, troll him on his, like, news... Uh, on his, yeah, uh, they said the president shouldn't be allowed to uh, ban people or block them from his social media. They shouldn't be? Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah, they... And I think they made it so that he can't do it anymore. Yeah, so, like, they're okay with Alex, this Alex Jones doing this, but they're not okay with Donald Trump, like, blocking people that are, like, harassing him on Twitter, however you want to word it. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works because he is the president, so yeah. it is a different circumstance, mm. but... When it comes to these private companies that own so much, so yeah. a perfect example would be Amazon, yeah, Amazon, the richest company right now. You know, mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos, one of the richest men. His company's private, so should it be allowed to, let's say if he just wants to, let's say if he just wants to shut his whole company down, mm -hmm. that would shock the entire world's economy and probably who knows what would happen to us. You yeah. Know what I mean? But it's his company. He could do whatever he wants. Uh, I think when you get so big, um, it's not all about you anymore. Yeah, it's like not all about your company. You have responsibilities at that yes, point. Yes, no matter what you're talking about in life. When you get a certain status, uh, what you say means things, and mm -hmm. what you do means a lot, too. Whether you're talking about a music artist, an actor, yeah. uh, a business, you now represent something bigger than yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I know what you mean. But then that also has, um, that brings up like the talk about should we consider a corporation as just a person or just as a corporation? You know what I mean? Because that's like, mm -hmm. that's, that's been like a big topic that I've like, I've discussed in some of my like, uh, 
like philosophy classes and stuff like yeah i read a book that talked about that too as well the so what thinks what feels and why it matters mm-hmm. it talks about agency versus experience and yeah. how like companies agents agencies is basically on the level of gods it's yeah. all uh choice it i mean not all choice it's all uh it doesn't have any feelings, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it could still take action. You yeah. Know what I mean? Something like that, along those lines. I mean, are you, are you like, referring to, like, well, like, the shit they do to get money? Or, like, what do you mean? No, no like, no. Um, say we talk about Google. Mm-hmm. Google doesn't have any feelings. Like, but the some pl- people would consider it some sort of an entity. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a living thing. Oh. Like, you need uh, this to keep it running here at this level. As it grows, it needs more and more. And, you know, you can consider certain people like the bloodstream. This would mm-hmm. be like the organs. Uh, the person at the top CEO would be kind of the brain that brains. keeps the mm-hmm. operation going. Uh, I, I looked a lot into that, like companies. Mm-hmm. And I talk about like little mom and pop shops, like yeah. little babies. And they eventually get bigger. And as the company gets bigger and learns, gets more experience. Uh, it gets weird. Yeah. But you can't call a company like experience, like a vulnerable feeler. Yeah. Because it has no emotions. Yeah. The only thing it is is the people it comprises of it. Yeah. So that it gets weird when you talk about things like that. Yeah, now people take some of this stuff too seriously, dude. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. What what was it? He got banned because of hate speech, right? That's what it was? Yeah, it was basically. Do you want to go more into that? Like why he was uh, considered hate speech? Yeah, we can go into that. Yeah. Um, so those of you who don't know Alex Jones, yeah. the way he's portrayed is as like a far-right conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what he is? Maybe, but um, I watched the show a few times. Infowars, I've seen mm-hmm. him on Joe Rubin's podcast. He seems very level-headed when he's talking about certain subjects. Yeah. But, um, well, first of all, he says a lot of things that are just way out of field. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, almost like provocative. Yeah, yeah, very crazy to someone who doesn't know anything about it. So when yeah. he was talking about, like, um, then the Vatican, Congress, mm-hmm. uh, pedophilia, you know, rapist these human trafficking uh what is it like you know these communities of human traffickers and yeah. these entire pedophile rings mm-hmm. a lot of that was proven to be true and yeah. not just true by you know like word of mouth like yeah people were convicted of being pedophiles and like you know raping hundreds of little boys and little mm-hmm. girls and these are the same people that he said did it but it didn't gain major news uh, traction like, you know, other stories. And that's why he gets very angry and, like, he's yeah. like, this is happening, this is happening. Like, this is all happening around us. There's a lot of dark, evil shit going on in this world yeah. that no one wants to talk about. And he'll bring it up. But sometimes he's wrong. You know what I mean? Sometimes he says crazy shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time he does. But if someone says something you don't like or agree with, you should be able to just debate them or... Yeah. You know, don't fucking listen to them. But you shouldn't just shut down someone for saying something that you don't agree with. Yeah. Um, was I gonna? And it's like the way I think of it is like I feel like if you call him a conspiracy theorist, then you'd have to call like most news like organizations conspiracy theorists as well. Because not that I so much agree with Alex Jones. Like I know like a lot of the stuff he says is like out of left field and shit, mm-hmm. but it's like, all right, but what about news organizations? Like how long have they been on this like whole Russia Trump thing? Yeah. How long have they been like holding on to all these like little things where there's no evidence? Like how come they're not getting like banned off of like Facebook because of conspiracy theories, you know? Yeah. I mean, obvious reasons, but I know you yeah. just, you're just bringing up the question. Yeah. Um, 
you know what else I also want to talk about was yeah. So when I first uh, was introduced to Alex Jones, I mm-hmm. thought he was batshit insane. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just a crazy person. Yeah, no, I saw the, the memes like, yeah, the- make, you're making a freaking frog game. <laughs> you know, that was one of the biggest ones. Yeah. He would just take his shirt off and go yeah. crazy. I was like, this dude's a nut. That's all he is. You know yeah. I mean? So I remember he came out with a podcast with um, Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and Eddie Bravo. And I remember just thinking to myself before I watched it, I was like, oh, Joe Rogan's going to tear this man apart. Mm-hmm. This is going to be hilarious. But it's a three-hour and 40-minute podcast. And mm-hmm. after listening to it, I was like, oh, my God, I agree with Alex Jones on a lot of things. Like, he makes sense. This is why he's going crazy because he just uh, – just imagine knowing so much negative things going on in the world mm-hmm. and having real, like, operatives uh, as your sources, you know, uh, New York State Police Department, like, you know, the head of there uh, yeah. giving you sources, the mm-hmm. DEA giving you sources, like – top level people cia and all that you know coming to him personally and telling him like this is happening uh you know we don't know how to get it out too much because no one else is taking you know things like that yeah like he's not getting his stories off the web and you know just yeah and just making shit up you know rehashtagging things <laughs> mm-hmm. he has legitimate sources giving him information of you know the bad things going on in the world yeah and there are some things going on in this world that people don't want to admit that's going on even in their own backyard sometimes that they don't know about and uh, usually the per the person who says what people don't like gets shitted on the most. But the yeah. people are like, everything's all right. You know, things are good. The economy's good. Your children are safe. You know, everything's good. Everyone's like, I want that, man. I want to yeah. keep hearing that. But then, you know, when shit starts falling apart, sometimes you need some crazy people to... Well, you sound crazy. I'm not the crazy people. You just sound crazy trying to bring up things that people don't even know exist, let alone, you know, trying to solve it. Yeah, because it's those type of people, not just, like, Alex Jones, like, on the right, but, like, even people on the left that'll, like, call shit like that out. Like, you need those type of people because, like, like you're saying, like, we'll just be going out with life acting like nothing's wrong. Meanwhile, you know, like, there's stuff in other countries, like, you know, in our own backyard that's going on that we kind of brush under the rug because, like, oh, that's not our problem. We shouldn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Like, the whole Flint, Michigan thing, like, when was the last time anyone talked about that, you know? Because I'm pretty sure that shit's still going on. Yeah, like, um, I, saw, I, saw a, I saw a post about it. It's like, Jeff Bezos has this much money. He could solve the the problem in uh, Flint, Michigan, you know, in a single night if he wanted to. But here mm-hmm. he is hoarding all his money. And I was like, okay, all right, fuck it. Let me move on. Let me yeah. not even. Because that Flint, Michigan thing is, that didn't happen overnight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things, we talked about this on the last podcast, remember? Things don't, don't just happen. happen. And yeah. to just look at the final result of anything is very, it's, it's, it's stupid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I don't get it. So was that from like the the Flint thing? Was that from the, the whole pipeline thing or is that something different? I believe it's its own thing. Own thing? Okay. I believe it's its own thing. There's just yeah. lead in the water because of some shit? I don't whatever. know. There's a bunch of videos of people showing, you know, their water and it's mm-hmm. not clean. But... From my understanding, from what I read, yeah, uh, when I read both stories, it was like three different stories actually, not even just both. A lot of it had to do with the way they were spending the tax money there. Mm-hmm. So they didn't use a lot of the money to do this or certain, um, what's it called? You know, certain protocol you have to go by. They didn't do it. Yeah. And that's what resulted in this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because they don't have enough money or they can't solve the problem. It's that some of the people that were in charge weren't doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah. And that's my problem with most things. Um, that Jeff Bezos post really got me upset because mm-hmm. 
we like to attack the rich a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, they're greedy. They have all this money. They don't need it. Um, I forgot what book I was reading. Uh, I think it was... What was it? Uh, force versus something. Oh, something versus force. I'm trying to think of the name. If I think of the name, uh, I'll, I'll say it later. But basically in the book, it said, like, if we just got, uh, gathered all the wealth in the world, just all of it, and redistributed it uh, equally amongst everybody, it would eventually go right back to the top, and then the broke mm-hmm. people would go right back to being exactly as poor as they were before. Because you got to think of how these people became rich. And a lot of them have uh, certain IQs and a work ethic that we don't have as normal people. Is it power versus force? I think, yeah, I think exactly what it is. It's okay. like a black and white book. Um, it's the cover book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power yeah. versus force. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was in that book. It talks about, like, force and, uh, like, force is, force is very bad. That's what I've always noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to expect to be ego, um, met with equal force eventually. Yeah. You can't keep pushing and expect no one to push back. And I think that's a big problem with the left right now, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. And going on what you were saying, like, that, I mean, I almost believe, like, if, a, if like, a, if, like, a lower class, like, uh, money-wise person were to, like, win the lottery, like, you think, like, all of a sudden they're just going to be, like, oh, okay, I got all this money, let's be smart with it. Like, I think in most cases they're just going to, like, like, just blow it, because most people don't really know what to do with money, like, and I feel like with rich people... I feel like they were smart about their decisions. You know, they, they took risks. They knew what they were getting themselves into. And, like, so why all of a sudden should we, um, you know, just take their hard-earned money, so to speak? You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree uh, entirely. But what was the thing? Still going? Yeah. Oh, the, uh, I'm trying to... It's hard to give examples when you can't use names. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask my family soon if I can bring them up or, yeah. you know, some of my friends. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people who've been on welfare their entire life, whether it be food stamps or receiving a certain check because of, you know, a disability, a disability quote unquote, that they have or whatever it may be. And it seems like almost all people I know who receive a check every single month and don't usually have to work for it, they end up never progressing in life they usually live in the same place doing the same thing and obviously you know when you work at a job and work hard and try hard at it or you know a business you're at you can eventually make more but if you're receiving some sort of assistance you're not gonna you know you're not gonna rank up and receiving government assistance it doesn't make any sense um adam's away from his mic right now by the way that's why he's not replying and i'm just gonna keep talking (laughs) no you're good bro but I also know people who grew up very poor, like very, very poor. But they have these ideas, whether they want to be a musician, um, an actor, want to get into theater, own their own business, companies. And they'll work at it, let's say, 40 hours a week on top of the job they have. And while you're working on something on the side, it eventually grows. It slowly grows. It will get bigger. Um, and people recognize that you keep going at it. But if you're doing nothing at all and you just work, let's say, uh, whether it's a minimum wage job or a job that you don't really see yourself progressing in, I feel like personally at that point you're just wasting time and you have to try to do other things. 
And not just to make money, but something that makes you happy. Because if all you do is go to work, come home, you know, watch Netflix, eat, go to bed, come home from work, watch Netflix, you know, eat, go to bed, and you do that every day, that gets to you. And you're not seeing friends as much. You're not really focusing on things that make you happy and you enjoy doing in life. And I feel like at that point you're just slaving away and you're not uh, you're not living life. And, you know, we're young and we're supposed to work hard to invest in our future selves. But that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, working 50 hours a week for some yeah. small-ass paycheck to pay bills with. Yeah. All right. Adam's back now. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about? Like, Yeah, no, I was talking about the, uh, you know, you said the rich people yeah. who work hard for the money. Other people feel like they're entitled to that money. Yeah. And I was saying uh, people who don't work as hard. Uh, you know, you don't make as much money. Yeah. And I'm saying a lot of people on government assistance aren't yeah. ever usually, for the most part, from what for I've the seen, most part, yeah. don't make a lot of money because you get comfortable and you get used to a paycheck that you didn't yeah. earn. So why should I work if I'm getting money for doing nothing? Yeah, I'm not saying, like, in all cases, it's true. Like, I'm saying, for the most part, people who are rich, and rich, I would say, like, what, making more than, like, 100, 200K per year? Say rich, what six hundred thousand or more? Six hundred thousand or more a year. Yeah, because you got to think about the household. As okay, life, yeah. You know, combined. So, like in most cases, they they earned it themselves. Like they're self-made. Like it's not just like they were born into money. Yes, there's cases where people were born into money, but in most, even if they were born into money, like most of the people, most of them will still be like hard workers and like yeah. be smart about the money. They won't just waste it away. Um, and then in most cases where people are not as fortunate with their money. Like, um, it's because they, you know, oh, they bought, you know, $5,000 more of a car than they should have, or maybe they didn't need 10 pairs of sneakers, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because sneakers are fucking expensive, dude. Like, have you ever, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> are we going to talk? I have bought sneakers at home. <laughs> yeah. But, like, not even, like, like, even regular sneakers. Like, I think I paid, like, 60, 70 bucks just for a fucking pair of running shoes. I mean, <laughs> And meanwhile, you got people like, I mean, and I don't, I don't judge because, you know, I make stupid decisions, but you got people that are like waiting in line to buy like a $200, $300 pair of sneakers, you know, like. Yeah, there's like, memes about that, uh, going on the city bus and seeing people with like $300, uh, uh, yeah. $300 pair of Jordans. Yeah. It's like, I get, if it makes you happy, I guess, but it's like, I don't know. Sometimes you got to. You know what we should talk about too? Yeah. Um, we should talk about happiness. Happiness. Because I always hear that a lot. You know, if it makes you happy, then it's okay. And I disagree with that entirely. For the most part, I mean, but yeah. Uh, yeah, for the... Almost always I disagree with that. Um, that whole do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what makes me happy? Fucking eating a fuck ton of food, playing video games all night, going to bed, you know, late. And, yeah. You know, the things that make me happy might ne- necessarily be the things that are good for me. Yeah. And what makes me unhappy and challenges me could be the best thing but it doesn't make me happy, so that means I shouldn't do it. Does that, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but I feel like in the end, like, if you work hard and shit, you might be unhappy to, like, for the, um, you might start off unhappy, but then, like, you reap the rewards, and then that does, in turn, make you happy. Yes, so that's think, what I'm talking about, happiness. Yeah, so, uh, so I think, for the most part, what makes you happy, like, and as long as, like, because obviously I feel like, like, what you were saying with the food, like, Yes, that makes you happy at the beginning, but then, you know, you, you turn fat, you know, and then then you're not happy. Well, unless you you accept your body weight, but does Bullshit. anybody I really... Yeah, I, don't be, I don't believe that like, for a 
uh, I'm trying not to curse. Yeah. For a second, I don't believe that at all. Like, all right, I get it that there's some people that, like, can't lose weight or there's some people that can't put on weight. And I get that, like, if you're trying, like, dieting, if you're trying, you know, walking, like, a few miles every day and you're still not losing weight, then, yes, you should be happy that you're trying your best to live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. But if you're just sitting on your, on your, your buttocks <laughs> the whole day and, um, like, not doing anything about it, then you shouldn't be like, oh, I'm all right with my body. Like, I still remember, like, the... There's, there's, like, this whole, like, argument that if we don't, like, when you don't work out and you eat whatever, and then, you know, you're, you're like, a little whatever, then yeah. that's your natural body. But then I, I like what, um, you, you remember Gavin McInnes, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he said, like, well, you know, as, like, back in the day, like, way, way, like, you know, thousands, thousands of years ago, like, we would be, like, agriculturists, and, like, we would go out and hunt. Like, that would be our, like, exercise. Like, we go to the gym to, like, simulate like hunting and doing agriculture and shit. Like I like that. Like, and that's, that's pretty much why we go to the the gym is to like sort of try to maintain like a healthy body style. Like, yeah, because we don't have to work out. We don't have to do anything because when we go to work, you know, in quotes, we're not actually working. Mm -hmm. You might be on the desk. You might be, you know, retail, fast food, uh, a nurse, whatever it yeah. might be, but you're not actively, you know, it's not like you're in the oil field swinging yeah. a sledgehammer where you're, you know, staying in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about b- body image is yeah. very weird, especially when it comes to women. Yeah. Women are usually the ones that get sensitive. Uh, but, I, could, I, call, I could call any man, a, you know, fat or, mm-hmm. you know, you should lose weight. We, yeah. I, I, I know I do. don't it's care. Like, I don't yeah. care. I got a little belly right now. You know yeah. I know I need to lose it. We all do. <laughs> we all do. But if you say that to like a woman, oh it's no, like God, like you're attacking her her image. But I, I just can't. I can't get behind it. I've seen women who are literally like 210 pounds join the army, like they had to lose all the weight to get in the army. Mm-hmm. But then they go to basic, and they shed that weight off because they're on a proper diet. They're mm-hmm. constantly exercises. They're getting good sleep every night. Yeah. And and I've seen it too many times with too many women who are you know, obese. Mm-hmm. I don't mean like, you know, kind of chubby, like obese, just, just unhealthy in every, you know, meaning of the word. Yeah. And then they lose insane amount of weight. They're happy. They're, you know, so confident in their body. But then was, that's the same exact girl. I remember saying to me, like, I can't lose weight. I try everything. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, now you did it. So yeah. you must have done something different. It's, you know, was it like a hundred years ago, maybe a little more than that. There wasn't really any fat people at all. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, at all. Like, across the board, no one was fat. And all of a sudden, you know, almost everyone's fat that when you walk around. You know, if you just walk around, you see everyone's just chubby and got a lot of fat yeah. in them. And a lot of poor people are fat. Think about that. It's weird. Yeah. Well, the argument that people like to make about that is that uh, they don't have enough money to, like, buy proper, like, healthy food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that there should be more, like, uh, what's the thing called? Like, more programs to, like, help, like, the poor people, like, get, like, the, the food that they need, like, healthy food. We need even more programs, right? Yeah, we need more programs. The government could solve all problems. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> sure. How people think the government can solve every problem by yeah. starting more programs. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying the government's evil. I'm not, yeah. I don't think that way. But here, 
here, here's the way I think. I'm going to tell you what I think about the government. Yeah. I think the government's like our parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we ask them for things, but mm-hmm. you can't satisfy everyone. Yeah. And we don't go through a chain of command. So in the military, you go from your team leader to your squad leader. Squad leader goes to the platoon sergeant. Platoon sergeant goes to the first sergeant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here, we have a problem in, let's say, Waterbury, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and we automatically cry on social media, like, the government needs to fix this, the federal government. It's like, dude, you don't even know who's running in your local election. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have not voted once for your governor, mayor, you know, no members of office. Mm-hmm. You haven't even talked to anyone. But you automatically think Donald Trump should fix this problem in Waterbury. Yeah. You know, you have 50 states with entirely different cultures across the states. We have different yep. values. Uh, you know, money is used differently in a lot of different states. Yeah. So to think that the federal government should act on the behalf of all 50 states to solve this one problem, that's where shit gets weird. Mm-hmm. Because let's say we have a high welfare program in the Northeast, which we do, and somewhere in the South isn't as high, they mm-hmm. still have to pay taxes to count for us up there. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's not just a state tax, it's a federal tax that's redistributed across you know the country mm-hmm. for things that one state might not be doing as much as another state. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So when you're saying, you know, we need more welfare, we need to raise minimum wage, we need more food stamps, we need this, we need more programs to help these people. Maybe that's up to the community. Maybe it's not up to the federal government and taxes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe your local church, local businesses, you know, your neighbors, you know, maybe we can all help each other and provide services and, you know what I mean? Help each other in a way. Yeah. But don't expect someone in California to give you your food stamps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you think that you're entitled to them. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm trying to sound rude. People do need assistance, but I think it's not the type of assistance they think they need. You know, people usually like to go to the to the big boys before they look, like, locally. Like, have you, like, checked your community? Like, you know, because there's a lot of, like, even in here, there's a lot of, like, programs that I've noticed for people that are, like, um, unfortunate. You know, like, they, we have, like, a lot of soup kitchens here. We have... Mm-hmm. You know, places you could stay if you need to stay. Like, I remember, <laughs> I remember one of our friends was getting mad on Twitter when um, the downtown green they put like I don't know what they're called exactly. I think they're called like bench dividers. Like you know, like so the almost can't sleep on them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that's like the exact. Is that is that really what they're they're, they're for? It's not just so two people could have like the. Is Most- it? No, there's a lot of things that um, states pass or cities to mm-hmm. keep the homeless from sleeping in certain areas. Oh, really? Like in New York City, they put spikes on a lot of the, not on the actual sidewalk, but on these things homeless people used to sleep on. They put oh. spikes on there. So uh, your emotional side, the more sensitive side, yeah. would be like, that's messed up. You know what I mean? They just need a place to stay. Yeah. And then the logical side's like, if you keep giving them a place to stay, keep giving them food, keep giving them handouts, you keep accepting them, there's going to be more of them. Mm-hmm. And that's what... uh. That's what LA's dealing with right mm-hmm. now. And uh, Santiago, I mean, uh, was it Santiago? Uh, Cali, um, San Diego. There we go, San, San Diego. Diego. Just like entire colonies of homeless people that have their entire streets. They're literally shitting in the street, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's apps that show you where they're shitting in the street so you don't go there. Yeah. And, you know, people keep helping them. Keep. Uh, it's not. I'm not saying you shouldn't help them. I'm yeah, saying, but it's like... like you know what I'm saying, Like, right? you were getting back to, like, the more the more you help that, or in most cases, the more help that people get, like, the less they're going to want to do for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's, that's, what, that's what we have to do, like, with homeless people and stuff like that. Like, you got to teach them or show them how to, like, 
help themselves rather than like uh, rely on others. Okay, I want to get into that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what's how do I say it? Let's say we have a problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're looking for a solution. Yep. As I stated earlier, most people just look for the government to solve everything, whether it's public education, health care, you know, Social Security, disability. You know, I can keep going on. You know, let's say your kid is being taught something in school Mm -hmm. that you don't want them to be taught. You might be the minority of the parents that don't want your doesn't want your student to be taught this. Mm -hmm. But the majority of the parents don't care. But it's public education and they have to do a happy medium. Yeah. But you also can't afford to homeschool your kid because you have a job and all these other things. Yeah. So education is one of those weird things yep. that even when I graduated high school, I was like, okay, you know, I've been in school for this time. Like, what did I actually learn? You yeah. Know? What did I really learn? Did I learn how to make money? No. Did I learn much about taxes? No. Gardening, you know. Mm-hmm. Did I actually learn a skill? I don't think I did. And then a lot of people who graduated high school or even college who have degrees who have no real world skills. Yeah. Don't have social skills. Don't know anything about competition or you know how to survive in this world mm-hmm. and it's like are we really educated or did we just do we have degrees and pieces of paper to say that we've passed a certain program you know what I mean yeah I'm not saying we should drop out of high school and you shouldn't you know you shouldn't yeah. get into academics that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is um what am I trying to say exactly what I'm trying to say is when you put it in the hands of the government Mm-hmm. They only have so much money they can work with. Yeah. So you're going to get what you pay for. And if you're paying nothing for school and you go to free public education, yeah. that's what you're going to get. If you want free health care, you know, free, quote unquote, and it's universal and it's available to everyone, mm-hmm. you will get what you pay for. I've experienced yeah. that personally in the military. When everyone doesn't have to pay for their health care and it's just anyone can walk in at any time and, you know, I mean, it's it's free, quote unquote. Yeah you will get what you pay for and you're going to get really bad quality, bad service and you can't do anything about it because there's no competitors. Yeah. Who competes with the government? No one. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to school, not when it comes to education. I mean, uh, or education, not education, not healthcare, nothing. And that's what I'm worried about with our, our problems in the world. As our problems get deeper and deeper uh, within our culture, we keep looking to the government to pass regulations and bills and this and that. Yeah. And remember when the Patriot Act was passed, where where they can basically not I don't like to use the word spy, they get to monitor oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for terrorism and certain mm-hmm. words they look for, and they can legally do that. But it's mm-hmm. because the scare from nine eleven. Yeah, know? yeah. People were so scared. They're like, yeah, just do whatever you want to prevent this. Yeah. It's now with the school shootings, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's looking like taking guns is one of the only ways to solve this you know what I mean yeah but I personally don't think that that's mm-hmm. not the only way but that's what a lot of people are saying yeah just going back to like what you were saying with school like that was like one of the um one of like the big thing one of like the big topics that we ta- I talked about in one of my education classes was that like we're not as teachers well as a, as a future teacher you know like teachers aren't like and not by the, not by their own hand, by more like the 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 upper big cats. Like teachers aren't there to teach your kids, like to make them better, to um, to like help them like become like you know their own person. Like they're just there to create workers. Like we're here to like um, like teachers are there to what's the word like 
get you like you know on a schedule just like work like teach you how to take directions and how to work with it just like work you know what i mean like and that um where is it that goes back to like the whole like with you like the government can't solve everything like you know like um like that's why i wish like teachers had like more more like free will in the classroom you know like they weren't just like bound by certain things like like i would love to like n not just in class but like after school shit like talk about like oh how how do how are we going to do how do you do taxes like um how when can we use math in the real world you know like shit that people will like because math is always like a it's like a meme to students like they're like oh when am i ever going to use this like you know it's like well it's like you always use it but it's like you don't see like when you use it um and I feel like not even just like math, like like you were saying, like social skills, like um, how to how to how to nail an interview. Like these are things we should be teaching students in school, but like we don't because we don't care. We only care about making workers. You know, it's like this is what we become. Yeah. Uh, school's weird. School is weird. I agree. Yeah, a lot of parents. I think here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about, you know, things don't just happen. Things yeah. uh, lead up to things. I think generations lead up to certain things, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact wording of mm -hmm. what I'm about to say, so I'm going to butcher it entirely. Yeah, it's fine. But it's basically along the lines of, like, you know, older people don't say things because they're bitter and old and they don't mm -hmm. know anything. It's There's wisdom to their words. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So... That was a big thing with conservatives. You know, conservatives sound crazy sometimes when they say things yeah. to, you know, young, modern, liberal millennials. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or just our generations. Yeah. Call us Generation Z. Um, when you're looking at people, you know, 26 years old or younger, uh, grew up with technology yeah. and a lot of things that older people didn't grow up with. And not just that. Uh, you know, we're still young. We... We think we're entitled to a lot that we're not, yeah. and we don't really know how th bad things can be, especially in America. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of wisdom to what conservatives say, to what older people say, and yeah. you know, even foreign countries when it's like, you can't do this, you can't do that, or this should happen. Mm -hmm. It's like, you sound crazy. I mean, that'll never happen, this, and then things happen, yeah. and we're like, that can't be because of that. And the uh, big thing is uh, the, the roles of men and women. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing that should be talked about. I'm not saying that women should only do this or men should only do this, but we talked about this before, how men yeah. and women are built different and we think different, and I believe we have different purposes. Yeah. But, you know, I, I literally see if I go to the mall, like 13, 14-year-olds wearing pencil skirts, makeup with the iPhone, you know, Michael Kors bag. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually have cousins who are very young. I'm not going to give their age. Mm -hmm. Very young uh, little girls who date are actively dating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sexually active, I should add. Jeez. And uh, and when I talk to them, like, you shouldn't do they're like, you know, like, I'm mature, I know what I'm doing. Uh, <sighs> kids don't think the way we did when we were kids. You know what I mean? I yeah. played outside, I played video games, mm -hmm. and then even our old generation's kids, uh, you know, they weren't allowed to side as much or... Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say, right? As our generations keep getting older, we have less and less boundaries. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, like I said before, where's the line? Where do we stop this? Where do we say this is enough? You know, when you have a, a little, a, a nine-year-old, 
going through the process to be transgender because you don't want to insult their identity. Yeah. So you allow them to do that. And it's like, how can a little kid make a decision that big? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And it's not just a transgender thing. It's not just a a, a dating thing. It's mm-hmm. what happened to kids being kids. Yeah. You know, teenagers learning how to be grown men and women. Mm-hmm. And then grown men and women, you know, pulling their weight and doing what they're supposed to do in society and yeah. progressing us. Now it seems like everyone thinks they're entitled to everything in life mm-hmm. and they don't have to work. And not only do they have not have to work, um, no one really, not no one, but I feel like our morals as a culture is just going down and down. We view human life like it's nothing sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of people think there's no purpose. We talk about depression and suicide a lot now. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? On, like, the whole, like, generation gaps and shit? Well, it's just why things happen, you think? Or, you know, in terms of wisdom of older people saying things? or I don't know. I think people. it does have a lot to do with, like, technology. Like, that's why a lot of people our age and younger are growing up with... Um, like social problems, like we can't, some, a lot of people can't communicate properly because all they did was, you know, play video games or like be on their phone the whole time. Um, a lot of people don't even want to walk up to like McDonald's and order something. Like they'll have like someone else order for them. Um, and I used to be like that too, but I've, I've become better. Um, yeah, I just feel like the more technology changes, the more society changes, like each generation is going to be so much different. Like, like now, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of schools have, like, iPads in their classes and shit. I mean, like, we had, like, lap, like laptops, not, like, in every class, but, like, we had the little carts, which we were pretty fortunate for that, because, you know, if we go back a generation, they wouldn't have, I don't even think, if you went back, like, a generation or two, then, like, you know, that kind of technology didn't even exist, so, mm-hmm. like, I feel like this growth in technology is good. We just got to learn how to use it when to use it, you know, um, when does it become like an addiction or like a, what's the word? Not like a reliance, because it's not really a word, but like when you start to rely on it as like your output. Basically like, a drug. Yeah, basically a drug. When when does technology become a drug and like how do we fight it, you know? No, I'm happy you said that. I really am happy you said that because I don't know what... Um what, which article it was, but I was talking about video games being an addiction. Mm-hmm. And all the comments were just angry. There's nothing but angry at some people in the comments like, how can video games be addictive? They're not addictive. You're stupid. And, you know, all the top comments like, I played video games this much. There's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people, including myself, yeah, same uh, not too long ago. Not as much now, but mm-hmm. not too long ago, where I would play video games at least six hours every day. And if I was at work or uh, if I was in a class or with my friends, I would think about the game I was playing, and, you know, yeah. I can't wait to get back and play. I can't wait to play this game. And, you know, it gets worse, you know what I mean? And you, this virtual reality starts affecting your actual reality because that's all you think about is achieving this, you know, accomplishing this achievement, getting this skin, getting this armor. Mm-hmm. And that can be a real addiction for sure. Yeah. Because no, I remember not too long ago, maybe, like, three three weeks ago, four weeks ago, like, I played – Rocket League for like five hours straight and I felt like shit afterwards I'm like damn am I getting addicted to this game but yeah I know what you mean like um, I do believe video games can be 
addictive and not just like specific ones like, oh, I'm going to get withdrawal because I haven't played X game in a while. Like, you know, just playing video games in general, like, cause that's become, um, like a, like a release for most people nowadays, just playing video games, getting your mind off of mm-hmm. the world. So like you want that release. So that's, so like, like we were saying before, it sort of is like your drug. So I could see why people would think it's why it's why it is addictive. Yeah. That's why, I, um, I'll go back to last episode, I believe I said it, where I try not to judge people for their vices. Yeah. So if I see someone smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, um, drinking alcohol, eating McDonald's, you know, yeah. et cetera, the list goes on. Maybe my vice might be more unhealthy for me in a different way than your vice is. Yeah. So in terms of, like, physical health, eating McDonald's may be very bad. But for my mental health, maybe playing video games or being on my social media constantly mm-hmm. could be damaging my brain yeah. in the same way that yours is damaging you physically. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, how much time are we in? I think a little past 30, so we can... Yeah, we can, we can cut it. All right, guys. That's going to call it for episode three of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Um, hopefully, from now on, we'll be able to do... Uh, like live streams hopefully we'll you guys will be able to join us um, it looks like for now we're, we're going to try to do every Friday for sure around 3 o'clock 2 o'clock um, and then maybe we might be able to get like another podcast in throughout the week depending on our schedules but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed Alex do you have any last words uh, yeah this was episode 3 of Haven for Speech as well mm-hmm. um that was a pretty good episode. Yeah. But uh, we appreciate all the feedback you guys gave us. Yeah, we really do. Like, more yeah. than a lot of people would imagine. Like, even if it's good, bad, or if you feel like, I don't know, even if you feel like your your input doesn't really matter that much, like, oh, it's just like a little thing that I'm going to listen. Like, we listen to, like, any type of feedback. Like, we want to, like, so- someone said, like, oh, I don't like the, Hour-long things. So I'm like, all right, maybe a lot of other people don't a like it. A couple people uh, said that to me. Hour-long things. So that's why we kind of shortened it down. But you know? it's hard not to talk. <laughs> yeah, it's not, like I want to keep talking, but it's like. Because podcasts I watch are like three hours, four hours a lot of the time. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of people are used to listening to things that are that long. I think that's yeah. the problem. Because honestly, like, I know podcasts have been a long, around for like a long time, but I feel like they're sort of like gaming, gaining steam almost. Yeah. Like, they're like the new to a lot of people. Yeah, it is. No, trust me. I, a lot of people are like, wait, what do you mean a podcast? They think yeah. it's the same thing as video game streaming. But we appreciate the positive feedback. We appreciate yep, the, the negative, constructive anything. criticism. Constructive, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of feedback. So if, I don't know if you noticed, we, we didn't curse as much this episode. Yeah, we didn't. We, tr- we both tried. <laughs> yeah, so as time goes on, you know. This is still episodes, like a, yeah. a learning process for us. Yeah. yeah, the episodes will get better. We'll have visuals. We'll have better quality. We'll have like um, concrete uh, topics that we're talking about. You know, the visual just cut out. I'm not going to fix that. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll we'll get better. Don't worry. We're we'll get just better. Like this. Figuring this out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. You guys have a nice day. Yeah, have a nice day, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. And take care.